This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. In one of the last episodes, I was talking about some tips I had for new real estate investors, and part of that topic was coming up or being creative with how you're getting financing on these deals. And I did briefly cover how to get into real estate with little to no money down by using, say, promissory notes or uh, and seller financing as you're doing these acquisitions. So I wanted to do a, a full episode on that, just go into this for a few minutes and talk about how to do that and why it may or may not make sense. And that's getting or acquiring real estate by using a seller that's interested in financing part of the down payment. Here's the mechanics of it, and uh, we'll just go through it. So if you bought a rental property, let's say it's a million a million dollar rental or a million dollar purchase price, and you want to buy this property, and it's a really good deal, and you've run the numbers, and it's in a great area, just everything you love about the property, but the only thing holding you back is that you don't have enough down payment on it. On that million dollar property, most properties, most banks and lenders are going to require 25 to 30% like as a down payment on the property. And they, they do it because they want to protect themselves. They want to, they're going to protect themselves for like fluctuations in the market, but they also do it because of uh, like how the income is calculated and if you qualify based on the income of the property. Uh, but what would happen if you're buying that property you, of course, you'd need to tell the seller this. This would be part of your original offer with the seller. You'd say, I'm willing, in the offer, in summary, you'd say, I'm willing to pay you the million dollars for this property. I will put $100,000 down if you're willing to carry $200,000 of the purchase price. So if you hear other real estate investors or people talk about, oh, the, the seller is willing to carry a note this is what they're talking about or the seller is willing to finance part of it this is what they're talking about or we'll, we'll go into later like sometimes sellers are willing to finance all of it but this is the partial financing um, what would happen is you would you would come up with a hundred thousand dollars at closing you're buying a million dollar property at closing the bank would give the title company and the seller seven hundred thousand dollars and that's a loan that you owe to the bank uh, but the seller at closing would credit you. They're not getting cash. There's no cash transacted for this part of it. The seller would credit you $200,000. They're saying, okay, I'm, I'm acknowledging that you're giving me $200,000 of value in the form of a promissory note. So at closing, $100,000 of cash leaves your bank account and goes to the seller. $700,000 comes from the bank and goes to the seller. And that $200,000 doesn't go anywhere. There's no cash that's exchanged. But the seller is saying, I'm willing to give up title to this property. If you're willing to sign this, sign maybe a personal guarantee and sign a promissory note where you owe them $200,000. So the seller walks away. They got $800,000 of cash and you owe them. You still owe them $200,000. The terms of that loan of the $200,000 that you owe them, that could be whatever you want or whatever you and the seller agree to. 
it could be scheduled to be paid over six months, over six years, over 30 years. You could do a 2% rate, or it's got to be higher than some certain percentages, the AFR rates, but it could be a 2% rate. It could be a 10% rate. Whatever you and the, the seller agree to, you could make that happen. You put it in writing, put it in a promissory note, and then you would pay the seller. It could be monthly, quarterly, or annually for those payments. And there is one part of it that you it would be up for negotiations because when you're getting lending on this, the bank is going to require that they're in the first position lien on the property. If, if you stop making payments, the bank will be able to come in and take owner they've got a lien on the property and it can't be sold unless the bank is is paid off so that's what the first position lien is and they would be paid off first before a second or third position lien of course some banks i've had experience with will not allow a seller finance uh, for the down payment like one on one side they just don't want a second position lien which doesn't completely make sense to me because they've got the first position lien but that's besides the point the other piece which makes more sense is if they know that the seller is carrying a note they might want to pull that into the cash flow for the property and make sure that the property because now you owe the bank and you owe them they might incorporate that into their ratios which i have seen banks do that before sometimes there are workarounds or sometimes you might need to go back to the seller and say hey the the bank won't allow me or allow this promissory note to be on title as a, as an official lien let's do a personal guarantee and a personal promissory note which some sellers might not like but just i'm just letting you know some of some potential issues that might come up with those seller finance things uh, another piece of it is you might find a seller that so that the first part was for a, a seller financing part of the down payment but the other piece I want to talk about is that you might find a seller that is interested in financing the whole thing. I do see that sellers that are interested in financing the, the whole thing, they're usually charging a little higher interest rate and they usually want quite a bit as a down payment, say a 40% down payment and maybe an 8% interest rate. But every seller is different, every market is different, the timing's different, purchase prices can be adjusted for that. But if say if you found a seller on this million dollar property if you found a seller and said hey all i want i want to sell the property i want to be out of it just do 10 percent down i'll finance the, the other 90 percent and and then you guys would come up with a with a percentage rate in a, a term the term and the the timing of the payments and such that you could agree to whatever you want with that the the seller if they have it paid off that could make it pretty. That could make it pretty easy if they don't have a loan on it, and they're just the bank. They would just be getting the payments. If they have a loan on it, they might have some issues with their bank. Well, I think they would have issues with their bank giving up title, titling it somewhere else, somewhere else. When they have the loan under that LLC for that property with the lien on it, that probably wouldn't work. But the loan might be assumable. That might be able to come over to you. There's just there's so many moving pieces, but just know you can kind of look at all these moving pieces and use them in in your negotiations but a seller a seller financed seller finance note financing the whole property could be a great way to get into a property where you don't need as much down payment if they're not requiring as much 
but so I would I would talk with sellers and it, it wouldn't hurt to send offers uh, asking them to finance part of it like there's no no harm in sending an offer and in the, this market where it's kind of slowing down and cooling down sellers might be opening back up to it more and more because they're not getting those cash closings or uh, listings that are, are going going in a week or two so just something to think about as you're growing your wealth uh, just the way I'd, I'd view it is just never never take no as an answer just use a no as an opportunity to come up with solutions or alternative ways to do things whether it's the banker or the seller or brokers or real estate agents just just kind of use all of them and work with all of them to come up with something that works with everybody that's to me that's that's part of the fun that's a big part of the game that is so much fun playing but yeah have a great day and yeah good luck with growing your wealth and using these strategies for saving on your taxes thank you for listening to today's episode be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode for specific topic requests or questions to be covered please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com Thank you.